This episode probably sounds like we are compromising on what we want in life, but it's actually completely the opposite of that. This idea of going into situations without set expectations allows you to be more present in the moment as it actually is. Rely less on other people's actions and decisions and more on your own. And lean in more to the special little spontaneous moments and less on those big moments that we often put a lot of pressure on. And when we do expect something from someone in our lives, we are going to tell them clearly and honestly ahead of time. I think a lot of times when people are disappointed by someone they love, it wasn't intentional. We just had a set expectation and we didn't communicate it. I don't think it's productive to put people to the test like they should know it. No, tell them. When you sort of remove the overall expectations of how things should be in a particular situation, you become better equipped to enjoy it in the moment and release all those thoughts of what it should be. Because in reality, life often doesn't go as we think it's going to in positive and negative ways. So if we put more focus on being present in the moment as it is and not what we thought it would be, we will have less disappointment and more awesome days. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. The goal of this episode is to save you from being disappointed in different situations in your life. From doing these podcasts, I have these really incredible conversations in my direct messages on Instagram, and people share their stories as they relate to different podcast episodes that I've done. And one constant thing that I hear really often, more often than you would think, is stories of disappointment, something that didn't go as they expected it to, and they're really sad afterwards. And it kills me because I think that so much of this is preventable. So that's what we are getting into in today's episode. We're talking about lowering our expectations, but in the very best way. Lowering your expectations sounds like it is a negative thing or like a passive thing or like expecting less out of life. It's completely the opposite. It's just lowering your expectations of others and putting more responsibility of your own happiness on yourself and lowering what you expect different situations to be like. We all will have an idea as we think about something coming up, what it's going to be like, but we want to do the mental work ahead of time, right? Get into this awesome mental gym that we do on this podcast and do the mental work to understand that if it doesn't go as we expect, that's okay. And how do we pivot and how do we still be present? Now, in my own life, I think that where I've where I've made the mistake the most is on vacation. So this is this is how I've had too much of an expectation and I've realized in the last few years and I've adjusted and it's been so much more enjoyable, especially vacations with kids. So, as we all know, vacations are expensive no matter what you do, it's never inexpensive, right? Different levels, of course, depending on how long how long you go and how far away you go. I know so many people have, that have gone to Europe this summer. We've never done that, but we want to one day. 
Um, but the thing is, it's it's expensive and it's time. You only have so much time, time off work, time off school, um, and funds uh, that you allocate to travel and vacation. So for me, I would almost in my mind make it like, okay, well, if the entire vacation is likely this will be our total at the end of the vacation, then divide that by five days. It's likely this amount of money per day. So we got to have max fun. We got to have max fun. Everything's got to be smooth. This day is this much money. And it's almost like you're you're setting yourself up for disappointment because when you think about it that way, it's like, yeah, but whatever that number is, how could you even quantify that much fun in that day? And when you put the pressure on it, it's like it's just it's just too difficult, right? Different things happen. I can't tell you how many times we've been on vacation and someone feels sick for a day or two or the weather ends up not being great for a day or two or more. There's just so many variables. So when I I when I plan a vacation now, I plan plan plan, I have the dinners, I have the activities, I set it up so it it we have a nice strong plan, but what I do do is I, I do the mental work ahead of time. I have a whole plan and then listen, if everything goes sideways, I'm fine with it. Like I've set us up the best way possible. I've kind of talked to everyone so they know, so there's no surprises or, you know, different things. And I've asked people too, hey, out of this list of things, what sounds fun to you? So that way I'm not setting myself up. I don't just book what I think everyone would like and then we get there and no one really likes it and then I'm stressed because I didn't do it right. So I have the conversations ahead of time. I do all the planning and then I just accept that it is what it is. It's if someone doesn't feel well, if someone has an attitude, if it doesn't go great, if there's one rocky day, if there's a disagreement, like that's all life and that's real life and it's unavoidable. But by lowering my expectations of what each day would be like on vacation, I was able to just be present and enjoy it more. So you make you make so much more of those moments, right? So my husband and one of my kids loves to like chill out, like full relaxed vacation. And I'm more of the like multiple activities a day. And I'm very, I understand that that's not how most people operate on vacation. And I'm really flexible with what they want to do. But rather than kind of pushing them or, or anything like that, now I'll just take the other two kids and like, okay, let's just go for a mellow walk and find an ice cream shop or a smoothie place and really just kind of like be able to take it down that, you know, I would love to be jet skiing out there, but this is an also really special, cool moment in a new town and new place and finding some new foods. And then there's plenty of time for the rest of that. Right. So for me, I think where I went wrong personally with this type of thing was on vacation, man, I put that dollar amount per day and then it was just too much pressure on the day. It was too much pressure for everyone. Get up, let's go. We got to see the town. We got to do all the things when that doesn't make for a memorable vacation, right? So plan ahead of time and then let it be what it's going to be and you'll make the most of it that way. Because here's the thing with expectations. A lot of times when we have these set expectations and we really get, we have this set thing and we're kind of rigid in our mind about it, whether it's a vacation or a birthday or a holiday or a situation or a gift, and then it doesn't go that way. Sometimes we've, we put everything on that, that it's not even like, we can't even really recover, right? Have you been in that situation where it's kind of like you're too upset either, or you've reacted 
badly or you're just reacted. I guess maybe badly might not, but you've reacted in a way that you didn't really want to. Maybe you got upset or you cried or you yelled just because out of emotions, it wasn't what you expected. It wasn't what you expected it to be in your mind. So if you can set yourself up for success in the way that plan, 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 and then let it be what it's going to be and know that by doing that, you're not you're not letting people off the hook or, you know, having a watered down vacation. You're just like enjoying the moments and memories of life. And you are understanding that not everything is going to go exact, exactly as you think. And also that it's not just your opinion that matters too. That's another thing. I'm like, well, listen, I've I've been working on this vacation for six months. You guys could at least give it a try. And really that's not fair because everyone has different preferences and different opinions. Um, So it really helped me to kind of find that sweet spot when it came to vacation. So that's my, that's my, um, my honest and transparent moment of my own failures and how I've used this concept to really focus and redirect. And I'm telling you, it's made for really just a lot more like less intense um, situations on vacation and just a lot more kind of go with the flow. And it's worked out really great. Okay. So in this episode, I'm going to give you 10 tips, 10 tips that I think will totally transform how you deal with expectations and how we can make the best of it when things don't go as we expect. Okay. The first thing I need to say before we even get into the tips is I think a huge amount of time when that we are disappointed is because we had these expectations, but we didn't tell anybody. So I've had friends who will say, I, this is what I want. This is what I want the day to be like and feel like, and this is the type of gift I want, but he should know that whether it's an anniversary or a birthday or Mother's Day, like I'm not, why would I make it easy for him? Why would I tell him if if he's listening, if he's paying attention, if he's, um, you know, I do so much for him and make it exactly what he wants, he should know what I want. And every time I hear someone, a friend or or someone, someone in my life at all, that says something like this, I'm like, yeah, but listen, that's all true. They should know. But a lot of times, especially if you're talking about a relationship like men and women, men are so different than women. And a lot of times we have it in our nature more so and we love the process of celebrating and decorating and birthdays and celebrations and holidays and men just often don't see it that way. You are not doing anybody a favor if you know exactly what you want and you're not communicating it clearly. I'm telling you. It is the best gift you can give them and to give you because people you love in your life want to see you happy. They want to do exactly what you want, exactly what's going to make the celebration great for you, right? So thinking about something that's coming up in your life, think about it and be practical with it. Maybe you want to handle your own decorations and cake because you know exactly what you like and, and you like to do it. And by the way, I think we really need to release this whole thing like, you, someone else must do it for you in order for you to feel love. Like, no, if you know what you love, like do it yourself. It's, it's still fun and special. doesn't mean that anyone loves you any less. I like to do, like, if there's certain things I know I want it a certain way, I'll just do it myself because I know, and then it takes the pressure off. It's not like I'm giving my husband 17 things that, you know, this is what I have in my mind. It's like, oh, here's, you know, I'm going to do these three things. And like, here are three things I would absolutely love. And so I will now listen, 
The key to this is ahead of time, not the day before, but like, think about it. Look at your calendar, look at what's coming up and, you know, a good two weeks ahead of time, at least. Um, I think especially for people, if you are putting something on them that they're not used to doing, like if you're like, Hey, I would love a, I would love a fragrance from Nordstrom. Here are a couple that I like. I'd love a bouquet for the kitchen and I'd love some balloons, right? So say you're giving three separate things for maybe us that's used to doing that. You could tell us two days ahead of time and it's no stress, but for someone that, you know, isn't used to doing it, like give them some time. Um, also this works with like a group of friends, say you're doing a birthday dinner and this birthday for whatever reason is so important to you. Maybe you just throw it out there and say, Hey, I'm really excited about this birthday. And I was thinking, um, I'll bring cupcakes. Um, you know, let me know if you guys were going to do anything, no pressure at all. Um, that type of thing. Or a lot of times people will ask, what do you want? And you have to be honest and not be, and not be shy about it because that's how you're going to feel how you want to feel, right? If you have these expectations about what the situation is going to be, do some of it yourself or tell them what it is you want. Or if you don't want to do any of it yourself, outline it, right? Listen, send links if it makes it easier. But I think a huge, a huge hang up we get is not telling people. Either we just don't think to tell people what we would like or what we expect, or we want them to know. But I just think, man, why put a test on them, right? Like, come on, life's too short. We don't need to like stick it to them. And you're risking being disappointed in this moment that is special to you. So don't make them guess. Tell them, do it yourself. And again, make sure you maintain the power of your own happiness. I think everything is, everything is my fault. Everything is, it's up to me to make myself happy. And not like I don't need other people, but I think that oftentimes we rely too much on other people to fulfill all of our expectations and read our minds and make us happy in all these different ways. And I think it's just, it's so empowering if you own that yourself. Like I'm in charge of my own happiness. Like I have no problem asking other people to pitch in or, you know, do these special things for me because that'll make me feel even more loved. But at the end of the day, we control our own happiness and we have no problem, you know, doing things for ourselves to make ourselves happy. Okay, 10 tips. Here we go. Number one, identify when you're not in a good headspace and need to get back to happy. Now, this is tip number one because I think a lot of times we'll have expectations and we'll be in a funky mood already. And it's like that saying, you find what you're looking for. If we are out in the world, not in the best headspace, we're going to be so, it's going to be so much easier for us to be disappointed or upset or annoyed. So first step is identify when you're not in a good headspace and listen, pause life. Even if you have to skip something or if you have to, you know, postpone something that you were going to do, there's nothing more important than staying in the best possible headspace. Cause you know, it's like you put on those lenses when you leave, if you leave the house, like straight up annoyed, you're going to find other things that are annoying guaranteed. But if you can pause, sit back, recalibrate, do whatever it is that you do to get back to kind of happy, healthy mindset, that's going to be the very best place to live in. Because even if you're just slightly annoyed or irritated, it's going to translate that way in your expectations of situations. Number two, communicate clearly. This is what I was just talking about. If you have set expectations of how you want things to be, 
communicate them clearly and ahead of time, not in a demanding way. Like I'll normally say, hey, listen, Mother's Day is coming up. I don't want to do, I, I kind of change. Sometimes I love like just want a nice brunch in the afternoon. And sometimes that's all I'm like, that's it. I just want to do like a nice brunch in the afternoon. We can do whatever everyone wants, have a lazy morning, whatever. But I'd like everyone to kind of get a little dressed up, go out for a nice brunch, ocean view, maybe walk around for a little bit. Then I don't, then the rest of the day, I'm cool. That's just that one thing would be so special and so great. Or other times um, I will kind of outline you know, different things or give options. Like I love whale watching. For, for me, it's like in small boats out of Newport Beach, I actually call it whale chasing because it's like fast small boats and you get up close to the whales. It's like my favorite thing, but it's not my husband's favorite thing. But the kids like it. The kids like it though. I mean, they're, listen, they're not asking to do it um, like on their own. They're not thinking of it, but they like it. It's, I mean, it's so fun. But for him, it's like a once a year max thing. So listen, you better believe I am so strategic with it. And on Mother's Day and my birthday, I mean, those are really the only two, I think, I will use those coupons. So listen up. If there are things that you love that your crew is reluctant about, use your coupons on whatever your days are, anniversary or any special day that you celebrate, and do the things. People will be happy to do things, even if it's something that they complain about or they're reluctant about otherwise. But use your coupon and do it on the do it on your day, right? So communicate clearly, give options, do it ahead of time. Number three, now this is really important. Give generously to others so your expectations are met when you communicate them, right? This in my relationship with my husband took a little bit of give and take. So it really took, I mean, we've been together now for a hundred years. So now we've really gotten in this good groove. But sometimes if I felt like my husband was like pushing, right? Like just pushing where he'd go out too late or come home early in the morning and then and then kind of do it three days in a row. It disrupted my sleep and the kids sleep. Like I feel like, okay, listen, bud, you're pushing me. You're exhausting me. I, you know, you're, I would be less willing to do the things that he asks, you know, like it's kind of like, let me think of a better example. So I make sure that before his birthdays, I, what do you really want? Like, do you want something with lots of friends? Do you want something mellow? Everything kind of changes. So I ask him ahead of time and I make sure that his expectations are met. And I just, I make sure that I'm always kind of like, it's like this constant kind of give and take. But overall, he feels like if he expresses that this is important to me, like a lot of times I stay home with the kids these days. So even if he kind of has dinners with his team, for me, I try to keep the schedule going and um, he has quite a few dinners. So if he ever says, hey, I have a customer dinner, um, I'd really like you to be there, done. I'm there. No no questions asked. Like he knows if he says it, I'll be there. But if it's those other things where he'd like me there, but I'd like to kind of stick on my own schedule. And um, if it's like a big group and it's not like make or break that I'm there or not, then I'm not there. Um so that way, his expectations are met. When he tells me it's important to me, I'm there. If he can go either way, then I do what I want. But I just think if you give generously to others, when they ask something of you, then when you ask something, it feels like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so happy. I'm thrilled to do that for you. You make me feel so happy and so fulfilled and celebrated that I'm thrilled to do it for you. Number four, set up plans, have talks before something special. Okay. I wrote that weird, sorry. So before a vacation or Christmas day, 
lay the foundation, right? So have conversations. Okay, you guys, we're going to have a team meeting, whether it's friends or whether it's family. This is what we have planned. Here's what the vacation looks like. So that way, everyone kind of has similar expectations. Everyone knows or something that can have a lot of pressure like Christmas Day. Okay, you guys, sit, let's sit down. I'm going to explain to you this is what we have planned for Christmas Eve. This is what we have planned for Christmas Day. And this is what we have planned for the day after Christmas. So that way, if anyone has any opinions or they don't like your plan, you could adjust it ahead of time. So that way you're not telling people at the last second or it's just happening in the moment and people aren't happy with the way it's going lay the foundation, have talks before something special, and then again, let it happen and let it all go. Let it happen as it will. Vacations, Christmas, things go sideways. I'm telling you, by trying to just enjoy the moments, smile when things go wacky, you will make it so there's never a dis- uh, like there's never a, a bad day, a bad Christmas, a bad vacation, a bad day on vacation. It's just different than what you expected and that's okay. Number five, it's your job to make you feel happy and fulfilled, not someone else's. Don't put so much pressure on other people or don't make it too hard so it's not possible. Like don't make it so it's too much pressure that no one could even live up to all of that, right? I think it's so healthy to keep that power within ourselves and not set our expectations so high that someone you love could just never meet it. Number six, don't compare especially on social media, because as we know, it's the highlight reel. Nobody could possibly show everything that happens 24 hours a day, every day. And a lot of times we show what we want people to see. So compare, comparing is definitely the thief of joy. I had a friend one time call me on Mother's Day crying and was like, this morning was a disaster. And I saw my friend on Instagram, who's not a mom, she has a cat, And they went and had the most beautiful morning celebrating her as a cat mom at the mall. And they had champagne and they had brunch and she got gifts and she doesn't even have kids and she was bawling. And I was just like, okay, let's take this down and let's understand that like someone else's day really has nothing to do with our day. So first of all, let's just like set it up right there. And also when you've had a when you've had a situation not go as you expect, um, let's not hop on social media and see what how everyone else is celebrating, especially if it's like a national holiday like Valentine's Day or something else. Don't compare, especially on social media, I'm telling you. And also in this specific situation, this was one of those situations where my girlfriend was like, I'm not going to tell him he needs to know. He knows me. He needs to know what I would like. And so I just feel like, oh, it's so preventable. And we're all going to have moments in life that there's nothing we can do about it where it's just something didn't go quite right. That's not the moment to hop on social media, I promise you. Number seven. Plan your own celebration, your birthday or Mother's Day, not in a controlling way. You know best what you want. So I think set it up sometimes or set up half of it. Don't feel like someone else has to do it or you shouldn't plan your own. I think it's so fun to get in the details. No one knows what you like more than you. So I think that if you embrace planning your own celebration or doing it with other people, it just, it makes it more fun. It takes the pressure off them. It takes the pressure off you of not knowing. Um, And you can, you get to enjoy the process, not just, not just the actual celebration slash destination. So I love that. 
Number eight, accept that we aren't perfect, so our loved ones won't be either. I think that being able to lower our expectations does so much for our loved ones because it allows us to kind of just like take a deep breath, right? Maybe you said, I would just love for Valentine's Day a beautiful card, like a heartfelt card and flowers. And then maybe he put so much effort into the flowers and he forgot the card. Sometimes like when the effort and intention is there, we just have to be like, listen, I'm not perfect either. It is what it is. How about you just tell me what you were going to write in a card and let's just, let's that let's call that the card. Sometimes even when it's so important to us or when it's our day, we can do such a we can give someone such a gift by giving them a pass card and being cool about it, especially if it's something that's already happened that you can't change, right? Is just like making it better so they feel better. And I'm telling you, this goes back to give generously so others give generously to you. Same thing. We all need a pass card sometimes. So by giving someone a pass when they really need it, just gives you a pass later on. Number nine, do the self-care and mindfulness. When we feel like we are pouring from an empty cup, we are emotional and more likely to be sensitive when things don't go as we expect. The constant self-care, mindfulness, being alone, resting, doing the things that make you feel alive, getting in your tens every day, recharging. When you feel like you are off, go and recalibrate because I'm telling you, if you feel happy and fulfilled and joyful most days, when things go sideways, it's not going to it's not going to crumble you. It's not going to devastate you because you're doing the work. You're doing the mindfulness and and the, you know, the mental work to be in a happy headspace, to eliminate negative thoughts, to eliminate negative people. We're doing the self-care and the mindfulness to be in a joyful state as much as possible. Um and we're not just walking around exhausted and irritated because of course When something goes sideways, it's not going to go great with you because you're already drained. You're already at low battery. So you're just waiting for something to push you over the edge. So do the self-care, the mental work every day so that you show up as whole and as happy as possible. And last one, number 10, celebrate often. Get out and laugh, even if you stay in the house. But like laugh. Sometimes I feel like, We only celebrate when it's something either huge or something traditional like birthday, anniversary, Valentine's Day, or like a massive promotion at work or a book launch. But how about celebrating smaller things more often? You will feel so good. And, you know, maybe you won't put this massive six-month pressure on your birthday going perfectly because you're celebrating all the time. And I think there's something so beautiful about if your friend texts you, like, I'm so excited I achieved this. And even if it's like a small something in life, making a celebration out of that, doing the same with your kids if you have them or your mom or yourself, taking those wins and just, I mean, listen, you're going to dinner some some nights anyways. Why not make it a celebration dinner and a movie with like a little theme or party favors or little pictures or just knowing that we're all going out tonight to celebrate you because this was something you worked so hard for and you achieved. Like just think about, just put that in the back of your mind. I should do a podcast all about this because I have so many examples of how you could celebrate like tiny little win moments in life. And I'm telling you, It's those things that like keep you going and energized and motivated and feeling loved and inspired by yourself and by the people around you. So celebrate often, 
get out or stay in and laugh. Enjoy yourself, enjoy other people, celebrate yourself and celebrate other people. I hope that this episode really helped you understand expectations and how we can have a really healthy relationship at expectations, communicate them clearly, keep keep the control of our own happiness on ourselves. So like I said in the intro, we have less disappointment and more awesome days. We don't feel let down or sad or just like devastated and unloved when really a lot of times that's not the case at all. It was just a miscommunication or someone didn't think of it or you were thinking a certain way and someone else was thinking a completely different way. So let's set up plans and have talks before something special, right? Talk it through, but then as it happens, just let it happen. By accepting that going into something I, this is what I think it's going to be like, but I'm just going to be present and I'm going to enjoy it for what it is, right? If it goes exactly as I think, amazing. And if it doesn't, we're going to roll with that too, because that could lead to another experience that I wasn't expecting that could even be more awesome. Who knows? So I really hope that you use this, the concept we talk about in this podcast for planning special events for you and for people that you love and just also on the daily. The way that we look at expectations, I think we can we can have such a healthy relationship with expectations and be happier and less disappointed on special events, but also just on the daily. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a couple seconds, please pop over and leave us a review. It really helps our podcast grow. I appreciate it. And if you want to chat, DM me on Instagram. It's at Lindsay's Cloud, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-S-C-L-O-U-D. I love it so much. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your time. And I will talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.